Well, Thomas copped 18 weeks. Brakeshaw told retired, joining our Seven News Melbourne reporter, SA's very own Theo yeah. Deropoulos. Where are Theo, you, Theo? Theo. Where are you? <laughs> Don't tell me you left us. Welcome, mate. Sure. G'day, boys. They kicked me out. Mm, <laughs> I doubt that. Can, can we start with Angus Brayshaw? He has been medically retired, Theo. Mm. Rowie, it's a sad one. It's a, a very sad way for a promising, bright career to come to an end for this young man. It was very emotional when he told his teammates this morning. But as you said, medically retired. And the, the most concerning element from the Melbourne Football Club statement was that fresh scans had revealed a development in Brayshaw's brain condition, which that is a concern not only for him but for other players. And there is just no way known that he could have continued to play and put himself at risk. He had completed a program to get back on the park, really. You see a lot of clubs have fluoro hats and fluoro vests at training, so non-contact for players. Brayshaw was in that in the preseason. He'd recently come off that. It was a boost for the footy club and the group. But ultimately, uh, you know, a recent check has just shown that there's a little area of concern and, and really there was just no chance that he could risk it. So, yeah, a very sad end to a, a great career for really one of football's good human beings by all reports from the Melbourne Footy Club. Only 28 years of age. We were just saying both of us felt like we played our best footy at 28 and, and above. So he's probably missing out on four of his best years of football. But this guy is a fiercely competitive guy, he wants to play footy, this must have been a very hard one for him to swallow. Well, no doubt, Timmy, and he contracted for another five years as well, and, and absolutely in, in Melbourne's best team, but when you look at where the game's going, and it's a, a physical game, players are faster, they're stronger. We spoke to James Sicily last week about the, the new rundown tackle rules and how you avoid getting suspended, and he said, well, we've got to make decisions at, at breakneck speed, and if you do it any slower, you look like a, a fool on the yeah. field, you, you probably get the hair-dry treatment from the coach. So I think the one thing that Angus Brayshaw, while it is unbelievably sad and, and difficult for him to come to terms with, the fact that it's been taken out of his hands, doctors have said, for the benefit of your long-term health and your partner, of course, his wife is Danny Frawley, the late Danny Frawley's daughter. So with what that family's gone through, there's absolutely no risk. And so I, I think the one way that Brayshaw would be able to come to terms with What's happened is that it is largely taken out of his hands. It's on the best possible medical advice. And really, there's no answer for that. So it's not like a hamstring where you no. think it could come back or, mm. you know, my knees are okay if I just give it one more crack. This is, unfortunately, you're done for your long-term health. And I think he and his family, eventually, you'd, you'd like to think we'll, we'll come to peace with that decision being made. Hey, Theo, we were sort of speculating, what happens with the five-year deal now? Do they sit down and come to some sort of agreement or what, what actually happens contract-wise? Yeah, absolutely, because he's due every cent of that, really. And, I mean, from my personal point of view, I'd, I'd love to see him get as, as much as he is due because he has to go a long time retired and, uh, you know, he deserves to go live on a beach somewhere and, and not think about, yeah. uh, you know, not think about his, his long-term health and just his, enjoy his time. So... Yeah, there's absolutely a negotiation. Look, how much it is, whether there's a, another kicker in um, from the AFL, not entirely certain, but certainly due five years at around $700,000 a season. From my cricket days, I do remember there being a, an injury payment, a career-ending payment scheme. So, you know, I'd like to sort of thought my plan was to get into the team and then, you know, just before I got dropped, maybe fake an injury that I'd get a sort of career-ending payment. That was sort of my plan that didn't really work out. But from this point of view with, uh, with Brayshaw... 
Yeah, I'd like to think he's due the majority of that contract yeah. and he should be looked after. And on the flip side, North Melbourne's Taron Thomas, 18-week AFL suspension, he just simply threw his career away. Well, that's it. Fact effective immediately. And there's no coming back from this one, Rowie, really. No. Dr. Sonia Hood, the, the president of North Melbourne, released a statement saying it wasn't an easy decision because North Melbourne have had Taron at the club for some time. But ultimately, his behaviour over an 18-month period just doesn't stack up with the values of their football club and more broadly in society, really. So he had a chance last year. He fought his way back and, and made his way back to AFL level. But ultimately, I, I think the, the right decision's been made and, and that was the end of Karen Thomas. Um, Geelong beat Carlton today and Swans beat GWS. We don't read a lot into these trial games, do we? Well, Geelong had a 17-point win they were they were reasonably slick. Um, yeah, the Blues had a couple of injury issues. Cam Guthrie went down in the opening seconds for the KCD quad. Um, yeah, largely the Blues are sweating on Sam Walsh, Jack Martin, uh, Zach Williams, whether he plays in, in opening round two. So, yeah, there was a, a bit to see from the Cats. They were fast. All the, uh, the aging bodies, he's not quite as aging and as slow as everyone predicted. So, mm. very, very tidy. Um, yeah, Blues, still a, a bit of work to do. And, and the Swans being an early one over... GWS, look, we're okay. late Feb, whether you can read too much into it, who knows, but look, a win's a win, isn't it? Yeah, just tell all those VFL buffheads over there, Crows and Porter coming, Theo. Hello. God, yeah, sorry, <laughs> Crows and Port, yeah. They're coming, <laughs> Theo. What's that hard, mate? You've forgotten about us already. Adelaide Football Club oh, and Port Adelaide, <laughs> Theo. <laughs> My phone alarm is going off. I was wondering what it was. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, well, look, the question marks from the Crows. Look, you guys, we were seeing them during the preseason. I've sort of shot town, uh, you know, late December, so I haven't got to see as much of them as I would have liked. Uh, I know the power's retooled with Radical Air, with Zerk Thatcher, mm. um, you know, Soldo in the ruck, whether he gets the gig over sweet. I guess the question for me for Adelaide is, can the guys that had seasons last year, like Tex. Again, Jordan Dawson's a Rolls-Royce. Rankin stepped up, didn't he? Will we see Rochelle and Saligo take the next step? That's the question. I mean, Tex just shouldered so much mm. of the load last year. Um, but ultimately, I'd like to see Riley Gilthorpe. And if he takes the step forward that Adelaide hopes, then they could be something. But yeah. for the early part, they're going to need to kick 100 points plus because with all due respect to their on-demand back line, the battle gallantly they without their first choice. You know, Nick Murray would do they gone. You know, is Jordan Butts going to be fit? So that's probably my question for the Crows and for the Power. Well, you just have to handle the big moments, don't you? We know how good they are. There's no doubting that that they should feature in the pointy end. And then do you execute on the big stage? That's ultimately well the done. question for Kennedy Footy Club. Good on you, Theo. Thanks for your time, See Theo Deropolis, Seven News Melbourne sports reporter. Our guest.